0: Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura.
1: All right, let's do it live on a First Friday Miracle edition of the program. It does feel a little hollow. Are you hollow? Do you see It's Something's hollow? weird, yeah. Something's amiss? But my heart is full. Well, mine is too. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to
2: start this show off by taking Anywhere a second. You go. I'd like to take a second to thank Nana, because while we were in LA right gallivanting Nana. around for WrestleMania, she watched Asa, and I have not properly thanked her yet. I was told so. I'm Nana. <laughs> I'd like to use this public forum to thank you from the bottom of my heart for what you do for Asa, what you do for all of us, for really. all of us, really. Yeah, for yeah. all of us. The official Nana of the show. So thank you, merci beaucoup. Does she ever want to farm Gracias. out those
1: duties uh, to to Mix in a little Buddy Garrity watching?
2: We can ask. Yeah. I, I I think give, we my
1: recommendation it.
2: to you would be a more prompt thank you than I gave. Well, I would be more appreciative than you. Well, I think that I'm pretty appreciative. You know, I, I mean, really. You, you, you I,
1: a, I think, a, a, Mom, my God, couldn't have done it without you.
2: Well, that I, I that text and t- tell her I love her every single day. We talk okay, every that's day. That's That's a win. I see her most days when the kids are here. She comes over and hangs out for hours upon hours at a time with the children in our home having a great time. So she's like fully invested in the family. I think that like there are few mothers out there that would get that. So good job out of you. There you
3: go.
1: We love you. Gibby had people all scared yesterday. What is your, yeah, seriously, dude, much to do about nothing. What are we doing here? You keeping an eye on everything from a weather standpoint? You're not on hit a button. Now you are. are. If you had
2: a light, that was well, red when you the were on. going to be
1: redone. I don't know. It, so, I feel
2: like, is that is that happening anymore?
1: I don't know. Uh, he, he's flux. I, I
4: don't know what happened from the time we were, Previous to now. we were doing some stuff here today. And now.
2: You know what happened? That dang BPA. That's what happened.
1: Oh, it's back. Priority 80. one. Priority it's true one. love. Yeah. It, it's, it's back. It's
4: not true love because it didn't. It, this
1: did not work. All right. So what do you got to tell us about this? Get get it together. Put your phone down. Get yeah. us get us our weather report I'm, here. I'm texting with Drew. You, you sent us. Was running this. You sent us a, a text yesterday of a word I'd never even heard about some sort of weather condition that we're walking into here.
2: Basically so telling us all we're all going to die.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't say you were going to die. Well, I mean, I it, said you up,
2: said a torcon on. of five. I don't know what that is. What is that? But I know defcon.
1: I know defcon. And, and if I we're always, in any defcon, it's bad. I, and I always, so for the Tour longest Con time, I thought is, DEFCON is 5 was the worst. No, Not the best. best. It's inverted. It is inverted. It's, it's one of
2: those rare things where... Higher is lower. Higher is lower, which is why it's a better or worse. No, Fair DEFCON worse. 5, better. Much better. Much situation.
1: better. DEFCON yeah. 1, ooh, worse. Worse. Got nice. any gum? Yeah, yeah. right. Oh! <laughs> 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 where <that> is. <laughs> So, where are we at? If, has, you told me yesterday, you said if we have a lot of sun, that could be a problem. We've had no sun. No right. sun.
4: And, and therefore, it, the... The Torcon has gone down, probably putting it at a two or a three out of ten. Okay. From from a tornado aspect. Okay. You are looking at a lot of straight line winds still, severe storms. You're gonna have two waves. You're gonna have one around three thirty, four o'clock. Great. You're gonna have another batch around five thirty to about nine o'clock tonight.
1: God almighty, really? A yeah. three and a half hour band? Yeah. You're
2: Larry be- David doesn't believe in the weather, man.
4: You're going to have a lot. Yeah, by the way, the stream was now when you thanked your mother. It was great.
1: Was what? Was down? Yeah. Nana didn't get the thank you? Oh, God. Is it up now? Yeah. But will the audio be on anything? Yeah. Here's Bo
2: Bishop and Nathan Zagura. (laughs) Nana, I love you. (laughs) Thank, thank
1: you, you, Nana. Merci beaucoup. Gracias.
4: Oh, Nana, thank you for keeping your son's life in order. Still, that's at right. Age forty-four.
1: This would be the part of the show where I tell any prospective business owners there who would like uh, my endorsement, uh, a generator company, would be wonderful.
2: Love to do that. I have one, and I'll I, tell you. you Got to get that it, done. It changes to game changer. Game changer. He just yeah. sit there and go.
1: <laughs> all good. We'd never had it. It had never been a problem. Um, all buried power lines everywhere where we are. So there no, uh. there's no. There's no. It never happens. You always have it. So last week, we What's the biggest out, threat? A gopher? I guess. Some sort yeah. of a marmot?
2: Well, inside the city limits. You're still. Uh, that ain't legal, legal either.
4: You're still looking at things today. It, it's not nearly like, I got some stuff yesterday from friends of mine in Tornado Alley, and they're like, I don't remember the last time I saw Cleveland on any kind of list like this, but thought you should know. And I'm like,
1: huh. Oh, how about I, that?
2: I want you to know that yesterday, when it was so nice out, we were going to put out our patio furniture. Like, mm-hmm. we're back, baby.
1: Yeah, get it going. It's out.
2: And then the official Nana, amongst others, cautioned said. D-. Not yet. Not yet. Torcon Five's coming.
1: Yeah. Wait that <laughs> out.
2: This is all I have to say right now.
1: Yeah.
5: It, Torcon 5? Well, how about it?
4: You're going to get your wish. And I don't think you want your porch furniture out in something like this. All right.
1: So that's, so you're saying that's a, a this very... is a
2: fault. We're getting lulled into a false sense of security right now.
4: Yeah. Now, again, it, it is helping that there is no sunshine out to really kind of fuel everything up. But it, is, it will be here.
1: All right. What's
2: amazing is it's going to go from 77 currently See? to yep. 44 by 9 a.m. tomorrow.
1: Bit of a difference there. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of, I will say, this is one of the few things. There aren't a whole lot of things that uh, the two littles are. NBC's not scared of much. Yeah. uh, But the two littles are the uh, Beamsies, for whatever reason, scared of the cat in the hat. The Mike Myers cat in the hat does not like that guy at all. Really? He sees it, makes him very uncomfortable. Oh, baby. Um, Neither one of them are crazy about roller coasters, the two littles. Sad. Uh, But, Bootsy was incredibly concerned this morning about tonight's weather. Was not at all afraid. So fan. he was in the loop? He was in the loop, yeah. He he knew kind of some things that were going on. I guess they talked about it yesterday in class. Um, so he was very, very cautious, nervous, anxious heading to school today. Again, it, it, yeah. it's going said, to storm. I said, well, thank Gibbs. It's going thank to storm, your Uncle Gibby. But I just
4: I, – I don't, I don't think it will be – To the level that I was told it could be yesterday. Yeah. But I think that it's still going to be – you're going to have hail. You're going to have really strong winds. You're still going to have some really good-sized thunderstorms rolling through.
2: BPA, man.
1: There he is. G. Cook. New episode. Did you ask him about – when he taped it, was he wearing the Yukon hoodie? He was not. Okay. But it was the first question I asked. Of course, you're a big B.
2: Can you tell the people at home who are starting to get excited about the return of the BPA, those who have been jonesing for it in BPA Nation what a lot of juice. what to expect? Comes out tomorrow. And this is the first of how many?
4: Uh it'll be just off-season. It it through through the middle weekly, of season. Weekly, biweekly,
1: June? triweekly? No, it'll be weekly. Weekly.
2: Weekly, and it is you and you.
1: Yeah. Well, and Glenn, and Glenn Cook. I'm kind of
4: uh I'm kind of van pelting it.
1: Gibbe Van Pelt.
4: Uh, you know, just if I can get enough voices every week, we'll make it work.
1: Hmm. Sounds already. like how I spend my mornings. <laughs> well, there's well, that. That's worked fine. did right. I did, I believe two, I number one. I did my
2: Serious XM show for it's, it's many, fine. many years. That's yeah, all right. Two hours. No big deal. How long is this?
4: Oh, it's like 30 minutes. <laughs> oh, in
1: your sleep, give it.
4: Peepaw, you
2: yeah. Peepaw Van Pelt. Yeah.
4: PPVP. Got a little Griffey Jr. story in the uh, podcast for tomorrow. For oh,
1: everybody. I like it.
2: Hold on, is it the one that you just saw that his dad was talking about? I just saw, I got sent this got sent to me on Insta. Was it about when he get when he got grounded? No. Oh God, great story. So I'll if you. God, I wish you had the IG. I could just send you these fun videos. We gotta get I'm you back. Still out of it. Just get it back and don't even make it public. That way, I can just have an account that I can send you videos to that are enjoyable. What
1: for are you. we supposed to do? Do I got to come up with a new name? I got to change all that.
2: Yeah, I think I put like a underscore Ugh. or Nathan Zagura, like,
4: two. Ugh. Fortunately, my name is very... The account
1: account that was robbed robbed. is is just vacant. It's just gone. It's just gone. They deleted all your stuff out? Well, it doesn't... You You can't even get to it. it, Mine doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it doesn't even exist. It
2: took all my memories. That's what sucks about Yeah, it's like that What are they going to do with it? Leave the memories
1: alone. Yeah. They didn't do that. I don't need, like, some... Because they wanted us to pay them. I understand, but I don't want... I don't like the idea of somebody owning, like... Bootsy with a lightsaber at the blonde's neck during the height of the pandemic saying, don't panic, don't panic, don't panic, when he was four years I old. I know. Like, you should have that. I oh should. As well. it was, that was a, such an incredible moment out of him. It was yeah. really the rise of Bootsy. Cocktails
2: from your sweet bar.
1: Yeah, all that's done. It's yeah. all gone. Yeah. Not great. So anyway, I'm not happy about it.
2: Ken Griffey Jr. You're saying. All right, go ahead. I got my pen. They're still playing in the kingdom. Yeah. This is when they're on the Mariners together. Yes. One
1: year or two. It was a very short run. Brief.
2: But still, how cool is that?
1: They both had a home run in a game.
2: This is not that game. Yeah. So, Ken Griffey Sr. is in left field. Ken Griffey Jr. is in center field. Ken Griffey Sr. goes out there and goes, Look, I'm going to cover like a three-square-foot area (laughs) of left field. You're going to catch everything else. Yep. Ken Griffey Jr. is like, Cool. Batter hits a fly ball right at Ken Griffey Sr. Mm -hmm. I mean – Has to move. He's within his three-foot circle. Hand up. I got it. I got it. Junior, at the last second, just slides over nonchalant. Boom. Catches it right in front of his dad. His dad kind of turns his head because at that point, you know, you don't know where the ball – once you lose sight of it, you're like, well, baseball's coming at my head. Yeah. Turns his head. Griffey Jr. has got the biggest Cheshire Cat grin on his face as he walks off. Ken Griffey Sr. stands there for a second, runs into the dugout, calls him over to him, tells him he's grounded and took his car keys. (laughs)
1: Well, he was 18 because well, he was in the league. He He's in the bigs at 18. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's, That's a good story. I just thought pretty, pretty
2: good. I, I, I got a, I sent that I sent that one around. There. Yeah. I, that, that made the rounds. That is very, very good. Yeah.
1: Um, he, was, he was one of those guys who was identified young before internet and all of that stuff, but was identified young, went number one in the draft, and then was all of it. All, all of it. it. He was such a sensation, and it's pretty remarkable that he was able to do so at that time playing on the west coast in Seattle. He was the biggest one of the biggest things in sports during that time in Seattle. And then when he went to Cincinnati, he went home. It was a little bit rough, but he still it was decent. But like though that run he had in Seattle was ridiculous and he was the one of the biggest stars in sports. It's crazy he never played for like the Yankees. <laughs> he well when so when he was a free agent leaving Seattle the two bitter the, the team everybody thought he was going to go to was the Braves. Uh huh. Because the Braves were the Braves then. Attics. I yeah. mean, yeah. Them, I know they are again. They've won it since, but like they were Ted Turner, big money. We sign everybody. Braves. And yeah. He had a place in Orlando. It was close proximity to there. Everybody thought he was going to go to the Braves. That they had the juice and and all the cash to sign him. And then he took less money and went and played for the Reds because his dad was on the big red machine and his yeah. Yeah, she would have owned it at that. I think at that time she would have owned it. The late '90s. I, thought I think so. she still would have owned it. I don't think it was in the Castellini family at that point. Um, yeah. So, him and Barry Larkin. Barry Larkin. Yeah, sure. Yeah, who was another Cincinnati kid, right? Larkin's a isn't Larkin from Cincinnati too? I no, Eric the Red. He was got. He was, long he was gone, gone at that point. Yeah, Loved it was Eric Adam Dunn. That type of that type of run. For Chris the, Sabo. Sabo. Well, uh, that was that team in, that swept the A's. You know some Save another Billy speaking. Hatcher hit like 750 in that yes, series. Yes, he did. Okay,
2: all right. <laughs> the nasty boys, big deal. Uh, by the way, I don't know why this Kirk Gibson thing's everywhere all of a sudden. Have you noticed that? There was this some... again? Oh, my God, yeah. I think they. it was Dodgers opening day he was at Do... – that's why uh, it was. Out in L.A. he was at Dodgers they opening saw him day. They signed
1: during the tournament in, at Michigan State Get games. out of here, dude. Get that guy out. I don't think out. he's doing well. By the way – th- Oh, it could be that. I think yeah. that bat was juiced. Upon
2: further review, you think he just kind of stuck. He just out put there. his bat out there, and the ball went four hundred feet, rocket ship. Like he didn't even swing at it. No, just ridiculous. Yeah, Kirk Gibson um,
1: got Parkinson's. Ah, no, oh, no, no,
2: no. hate geez. to see that. All right, I feel badly. No, you didn't know? Didn't know. Yeah, um, still
4: didn't prevent him from scorching the A's. Okay. All right.
2: Sports thing that I totally had forgotten. Okay. That in the year 2015, so not that long ago, after his run with the Celtics, Garnett went back to the Timberwolves.
1: I wouldn't have had that. So he went Celtics, Nets, and then back to the Timberwolves. I guess Because he, he was traded to the Nets, which allowed for them to get Jalen Brown and Tatum and all that. I
2: saw some video
1: that he went then went back. Yeah, he, of his, I his do first game that. back yeah. with
2: the Timberwolves, and there was some fan who like. Back in 2003, did some crazy dancing and had written like KG all over him, and and then got thrown out. And then the last time, 12 years later, he came back in for Garnett's return and danced around this big guy. Yeah. And Garnett like loved it. Yeah. Which I again though I never.
1: Yeah, he came. He went, he went back just for like a year, probably, huh? Yeah. And so finished he finished up.
2: Yeah. Hear it. Yeah.
1: He just played for them, the Nets.
2: So. Celtics, <laughs> Nets. From nine. Gosh, what a career! 95 through 2007, Minnesota. Celtics, 2007 through 2013. Then Brooklyn through 14-15, Minnesota 14-15, and then 15-16 is last year in Minnesota. Last year in Minnesota oh – boy, did he fall off a cliff. He goes to Brooklyn. The year before, at age 36, he averages 15 and eight boards a game and is an all-star, I guess, on name recognition there. Mm-hmm goes to brooklyn that's like six and a half points and six boards six points six boards six points six boards seven points five boards last year three points four boards 14 minutes a game
1: well even even in brooklyn he was he'd become like a defensive the, the, player only kind of yeah that I was in brooklyn is yes, yeah. where he was under so 10. that's when they they put all they had him and paul Pierce and, uh joe johnson yeah they were old who, joe johnson made like 250 million dollars playing in the nba playing for the it's insane sons, he was really Bogs. good but he wasn't he was but he was that he was, good There was, was that time where they didn't know what to do with the money so they just paid anybody yeah is is the way that it works speaking of the nba cavaliers get win number 50 yes, last night good job out of them uh they are the fourth seed they're in the first round this is going to be a lot of fun them against the knicks you're gonna have all of the media feels on that that's all oh, this will be yeah. the series everybody talks about but, but unfortunately on
4: at noon on saturday unfortunately <laughs> no, right
1: unfortunately
2: though isn't randall done
1: i don't know is he i take a nba vacation in march i'm I watch the tournament wake me up in April and then I'll pay attention again. I know the Lakers have been really good. Yeah, the one in month. a row. Yeah. Lequitt
4: is got them right back where they need to be.
1: Got his got his foot right, man. Sure, He's did. all back. Anthony Davis but unbelievable for them. Uh but you're that's going to be fun, man. You're going to get all the primetime slots? <laughs> He's out for the season with an ankle injury. I know. Look, this is a big day. Oh, oh. Look at look at the
2: f- double flap over there. Oh, look at the shoe. God. Look at the it's double a, flap on the shoe. Monk it's a two- strap monk strap.
1: Oh my! It's a monk strap. Ends with an A shoe. It is a windowpane, powder blue jacket. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Just oh, stop. Too much. It's a. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Oh my gosh. That was something out of him. Yeah. But I wasn't prepared for that. Me neither. And the next one
2: prepared for Julius real out for the year.
1: Okay. There you go. Hey, real quick. I want to ask you something. Cause I think you, you watch succession, right? I have
2: it. not because we were there for Sunday's debut.
1: Okay. So did you see the first one? I have not. But you do watch the show. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. So you're two episodes behind. Are we okay? Then yes. So they've, there's been two episodes then this yes. season. Okay. We'll probably watch them tonight as a matter. So, um, this is this will spoil nothing other than to say just comes back in a with bangers. I mean, just everything is it collected. ended
2: with Kendall.
1: Well, the kids are trying
2: to theoretically taking over, right? Making no, the announcement. No, 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 or no. Was that no, two, seasons that's two seasons ago? That's two seasons ago. Okay.
1: No, no, no. No. It ended with, with Logan outsmarting the kids, the kids trying to usurp him. No. It's on. it's the first two seasons are unbelievable in light we spent some time yesterday talking about the wwe thing yeah there is a ton there's there's murdoch there's sumner redstone there's all these parts to make this character but there's a lot of mcmahon and i i couldn't come away from it thinking like the character of shiv roy is absolutely stephanie mcmahon and shane feels like kendall it feels like there that shane would do anything to have it to take the company including throwing himself off of 50-foot yes. All things in order to try to appease his dad. Yeah. And then his dad was like, "No, you're not no. it, man." So yeah. And Steph, you're not it either. And she probably thought she was. I mean, I know you're close to it. Maybe Wobbz
2: then is uh, Triple H.
1: Might be. Was he in on the sale?
2: <laughs> I'm sure he was running the company up until the sale. Yeah. I, I like could, that. There's a I'm, gonna, like there, that. I'm gonna I like that. I'm gonna look mean, through that lens. It's more. It's fun when you look through lenses like that.
1: Yeah, I it's I fun. think so. So it's not too a heck. Of a
2: Julius story. Randall this year. Was shooting 46%, 35 from three, averaging 25 points, 10 boards, and four assists.
1: Doesn't mean anything.
2: He was having a very good year.
1: I understand, but like the numbers in that sport mean nothing. They're it's, so elevated.
2: That's fine. I'm just saying, him not playing yeah. is a good thing, I think, for the Cavs. I think Ms. Yes, Randall sure. being out yeah. is, yeah. I, I think, think it they would benefit from that. I think significant loss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was an all star this year.
1: Yeah. It feels like the, it's kind of like the quarterback 4,000 yards, though. Averaging 25 points feels like quarterback 4,000. 25 years.
2: and 10, though? There probably aren't a ton of 25 and 10s. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't would know. think But
1: that. you can also – one of the worst things that's happened in that league is the stat ribbons in every arena because you can see where you are. So you can go get a triple-double. Like, you can consciously sure. – Westbrook did this absolutely. Sure. Um, and, I mean, I don't know like – he, he averaged a triple-double not once but twice. Twice. So, like – I loved Russ. There's that part of it. No, he was an di- absolute dynamo. Yeah absolutely um all right so we'll we'll uh, keep you updated it, hopefully we have a calm afternoon is, is what we're hoping for all is quiet. if you're curious and i'm sure you are since this is cleveland browns daily and we usually do a lot of nfl nothing
2: bupkis it's all quiet on the western front however oh, oh except maybe you're gonna say it i don't know go ahead no Yo, you go no you go
1: no you said oh first
2: no you did
5: play the Belly? tape
2: yeah well how about it what do you got cards I was going to
5: say
1: the same thing you knew it
2: you knew it, yeah, they listened to the show, hopefully they really listened and took our uh some of our ideas they it's got, not a coincidence
1: no, I wouldn't think yeah. um man, that's a tricky one it's It shouldn't a really have to be. it shouldn't I mean the simple thing to do other than the massive rebrand would be to just wear the stuff that they wore with Tillman and all that. Then you have a cool black alternate because the yeah. black alternate with like the red specks yeah. it was actually did look good. It did, yeah. Um, but they're they're the last. They're also the last team to get rid of the Reebok piping. Yes. that came in in 2005 ish, oh, whenever it all. Went. And then the everybody were so them. bad when they the had the Bengals were brutal. Um, the Jaguars were brutal. Oof. Remember those? All Oof. that stuff. I mean, it's the the Falcons had it forever. Oof. They all had it. The Vikings had it forever. They had all that blocking oh, nonsense. So that's all. That'll all be gone now, and, and they're going to do it the 27th. You're going to get yeah. the, the new Cardinals uh, uniform. So that's where you stand on that side of things. Um, all right, we've got a little. We got some mock drafting going on. We will go around the league. Although, as I mentioned, it's relatively quiet. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet. Coming soon, to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Ballybet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
1: There's a new way to cheer on your Cleveland Browns with the help of your favorite four legged companion, Barking Backers, presented by Milkbone, the Browns' newest club for pet parents worldwide. Sign up today at barkingbackers.com. Barking Backers, the fan club for dogs. Mm mm. Lance Zerline with a mock draft. We also had one for, uh, I saw McShay had one yesterday as well. And he McShay went, McShay uh, had a conference call today. We'll have that audio for you guys tomorrow. Very good. He had, uh, Stroud going one young going two. um, it was interesting what Ellis had to say. Cause I, it, he was convincing enough in his story when we had him on yesterday, we were doing the Panthers. Um, he was compelling enough in his understanding of why that, of his reasoning for them to take Bryce young, that it made sense to me. Like it, it would seem to check the boxes. It made his case made sense to me of them taking young. Oh, it was m- Monday. It must have Oh, Monday. sorry, Monday show. Oh, yeah, you yeah, were. I was, right, that was We did cards. Yeah. It was Monday we had Alisson, okay. and his case was that in the draft, what is what is true in December will be true again in April, and that Young was always the consensus guy. Like, what has really changed that much between then and now to yeah. not go off of him? Um, but the other thing that kind of clicked into it was, and it, well, the pushback, and even he acknowledged this, was, well, C.J. Stroud had the Georgia game between December and now, um, and the measurables was Stroud versus Young. Um, but the other thing that I, coming, coming back to as he was talking, was that franchise continues to be located in Charlotte, North Carolina, and Bryce Young is one of the biggest stars in the South. Totally. The last two years. and if you're david tepper that matters that matters yeah yeah so
2: i could see it i mean it's not like it seems like it's crazy no
1: they're going to go one two so there is there has been sanity of that there was a while it was like richardson or levis Well, not in this draft they're not going one two well what's Zerline got him doing i'm pulling it up oh oh you ready we we Uh, have we have
4: a lot of mock drafts and that's when i saw this and then saw his explanation and he goes I go off the rails because I think this draft is not going to go chalk like everybody thinks. So
1: it's pretty amazing. If you click on this, they have Brooks, Jeremiah, Freeland, Edholm, Davis, Reuter, all mocks. You can just pick from one to the other. 2.0, 3.0, 1.0, 4.0. A four-round mock. Oh, boy. Yeah, Reuter. Don't give me an automatic All right, so he goes Bryce. Somebody running a website. Don't give me an automatic
2: Bryce Young, one. Okay. Said Young checks more boxes and makes more sense as <laughs> game day ready. Hey, Houston along. Texans, too. They miss out on Young. They The choice would be Tyree Wilson at Texas Tech or Will Anderson Jr. They take Tyree Wilson. Cardinals stay at three and take Will Anderson Jr. And then, and then, the Ravens trade, I guess, Lamar Jackson to the Colts and
1: take C.J. Stroud at four. Get out of here. Yeah, Get right on out of town. Yeah, there's there. That's a lot going on, man. I mean, he's got guys going in the top ten who whose names I haven't even read. He's got them coming. He's got, who? he's got the Texans. Lucas Van Ness nine. I haven't seen him in the top ten from ever. Iowa. No. Yeah, never. Um, Gonzalez is always in all these mocks. Yes. In, the, in the high 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 level. Uh, he doesn't have Richardson going. I mean, I don't know if I've ever seen Witherspoon as high as 6. has got Jackson Smith and jigbot 11 to the Titans. There's, I saw um, – I think McShay had him 11 to the Titans as well. Um, I'm going to give you – here's one. from a, There's all this smoke around in the Lamar world because I think where this gets – first of all, like the idea that Houston would – like that's not a real popular ownership group anyway. And the fact that you're sitting there at 2 and you would not take Will Anderson but would rather take Tyree Wilson – out of Texas Tech, second overall, over all the, over the quarterbacks, over all of it, would be—I don't even know how that. How do you not burn the city but to the yeah, ground? Or well, they, get a, like they still still get a quarterback, they still get Levis at seven. They still get a quarterback, right? But they have to trade back into the Raiders to get it. In what he's laid out here, yeah. Let's be real clear. He's These based are, in Houston, by the way. Yeah, I didn't know Lance that. Zierland. So These, he is plugged in. The other in thing I Houston. would say is like these things are done there's a reason that these dropped the- yesterday the day after the final four create these are buzz. done to create buzz little and buzz. give so now you're on NFL network and you need something to talk about Lance lines mock oh my gosh Baltimore coming to four and taking uh Stroud and and Lamar going to the Colts and all this so w- one thing on the Lamar front that I I wanted to run by you guys do you think that they're is the team that could have an interest in him that we haven't talked about enough New England? I could see So it. he's trying to shop Mac Jones. Yeah. Good. Send Mac Jones to the Ravens. I'm in. Oh, for sure. The teams – this morning I was reading the teams that were he contacted about Jones were the Raiders, um, Houston, Commies, and Bucks were the four teams that he reached out to that Belichick allegedly had conversations with Mac Jones for was those four teams. Okay. He always covets, anytime you talk to anybody in New England, he's always coveted a running quarterback. He tried making Cam Newton work. Like he was always intrigued by what that could do yes. for an offense. He can't draft in the first round anyway. So what's two ones to him? You can't really draft in the second round. Right. Like so you... it doesn't matter. Like what? Yeah. who cares? Okay. So take, take my next two ones. Kay. Fine. might not be there (laughs) anyway. Right. His roster is kind of sort of one that Lamar's skill set would be one that you could make do with because you kind of need to do everything based on their roster. They don't have a lot of weapons. So if you have an ultimate weapon at quarterback, that would do it. There's pressure from Kraft for the first time probably ever to win. He wants to catch Shula in the worst way. Lamar's logic. the toughest guy on a week off to prepare for. We we've lived it. Let me ask you this: Please. if they get Lamar, mm-hmm.
2: are they still any better on paper? Assuming Rodgers ends up with the Jets, which we'll talk about in a little bit,
1: are they still any better than fourth in their division? They're in the mix to be somewhere between three and four. I think at the ceiling, it's a what is it? At, at the ceiling, seven. a ten and seven team, and at the floor, it's a seven and ten team. If I'm
2: just saying, just on paper, they're not going to be ahead of the Bills or the I Jets. I have more
1: question around Brown-Miami just because to go all in with two and ignore his injury stuff is crazy. It's, it's nuts. The rest of the roster, though. The rest of the roster is great. On
4: the New York football Jets.
1: I like their roster a lot, but they are you're, you're waiting on Rodgers. So that's the longer part of it. you wait, maybe uh, yeah. we'll get to that. Bob, Bob. I don't know. I, I just think. That's Kyle Shanahan's music. All this stuff going on. Rodgers
4: could derail a season, I feel like.
1: It feels like he's going to – if anything, I feel like he'll be – don't you think he'll want to be – he'll be motivated? I would think. I think he'll play really well in New York. I'm curious
2: how he responds to the New York media, though, when he has a bad game because they will just absolutely kill him. The
1: ayahuasca stuff, all that. They're going to just rip him.
4: Honestly, I don't know what motivates him. Well, I think
1: it feels like spite motivates him a great deal, and he will have tremendous spite for the Packers. Because he hasn't talked since McAfee, right? Like in three weeks? Three weeks. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, when I, you think about, you think about New England, but again, this is what I keep coming back to on this front with Baltimore. They have historically been, unfortunately, a really smart organization. And the idea that they would trade Lamar Jackson, a roster that's kind of built specifically for him, that they would... They would trade that and not have a backup plan, not have a guy in there to go. I, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. No, I hear you. They just are too smart for that. They've never done. They've never been that foolish.
4: By the way, they almost, so today was Eric DaCosta's pre-draft presser. Yeah.
2: I would not talk about him.
4: They almost had to like literally cancel it because they announced at the beginning, this is a draft press conference. Sure. Don't ask us about Lamar. You can't do that. There wasn't. There wasn't for five minutes later, they threatened to stop everything.
1: You can. What do you mean they threatened to stop it? They said
4: we're going to pull like if no one has any draft questions, this is over.
1: But what is I'm going to and I know that we have an availability coming up. I've never understood the point of talking to a general manager before the draft agreed. He's not going to tell you anything. He's not saying, anything. hey, hey, here's our board. So what how do you phrase a question that's relevant? I don't know. Is can you give me the position like you think about asking a B. Like when our guys have to ask A B in a couple of weeks, like they have the presser. How do you even phrase a question to get an answer that gives you any any nugget of interesting information back? You can't. Like even if you said, What are the position groups that are strong in this draft? A B would name ten. Not naming two. Yeah. Because you don't want to tip your hand on anything.
2: Well, we look at ourselves as a, uh, of course, <laughs> as a, an expansion franchise.
1: Yeah, what's your philosophy on you know, like there's no you're not getting anything. Even- I did think Harbaugh was funny though. He was available too, and he had a, he had a funny line that I read this morning. I can't remember exactly what he said, but he had a funny line. Even
4: if even if they wanted to oh, talk about, oh, it was about, about- Porter
1: Junior. He talked about Porter Junior specifically, and he said, "I do love the idea of Joey Porter being a Ravens fan." So I thought that was funny. Like the, he at least yeah. had, gave you a little Trolling nugget, a little bit. of of something.
4: It, it is even if he, even if Andrew Berry three a couple weeks from now wanted to talk to you and specifically tell you about what they were going to do, they have to wait seventy three picks. Who knows what that will look like? Sure. Even if you, so you're talking in you generalities to, talk.
1: to begin with, and yeah. now it's even more. And I think it's mandated, right? I think it is. Yeah. Because
2: none of these other mocks have anything for us, I thought that this might get everybody's getting everybody excited. You guys haven't done the Chad Reuter one, have you?
4: No. No, because every every mock's the same. And I just am like eh. Well he's got is- us
2: in the third round. Guess what what position our first pick is? Running back. Zach Evans, Mississippi.
4: Running back,
2: and then he goes from running back. Then he takes Jammy Robinson. Boy, that's gonna—I guarantee—I'll call that guy Jimmy at some point. Jammy Robinson from Florida State. What do you know about him with
1: your connections in Tallahassee? Not much. I was just thinking about Zach Evans. Like, I'm pretty sure because they had a freshman who was like the dude running back there. They ran it a lot then. Yeah, this kid had 936 yards, six and a half yards of carry. But he wasn't the bell cow. The bell cow was the freshman.
2: Well, eventually from uh, his prospect grade from Zerline, eventually a, uh, an average starter, which 6.25, that's not bad for in the third round. Average career of just 6.9, you just said that. Home run ability, nagging injuries have limited him. Um, Lead back size impresses with willingness to fight through contact for additional yards on most runs. Vision and creativity are average at best, but the talent traits should put him in contention for early
1: carries. A very good complimentary back with future RB1 upside. There you go. Yeah, they ran it a lot last year at Mississippi because they had a freshman whose name escapes me who was their the dude. Yeah. Uh, for them. Um It's silly season, man. Just absolute silly season, top end speed for long house calls.
4: Because every one of them are. I saw this one and I'm like, "Well, this is different."
1: Well, what makes it interesting is is this notion of Baltimore. To me, that would be the type of deal that would make sense for Baltimore, right? To go from one franchise quarterback right into another one. The idea that the Ravens, as smart as they are, are going to go from Lamar Jackson to no quarterback piecemeal it together because the rest of their roster is good yeah they're not gonna do that they're not doing that they're 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 what was the over on them eight and a half like they're they're not going to the bottom no they're too good so they're, they're not gonna do that yeah. they'll I, either they're gonna have i still think they're gonna have lamar if they don't have lamar then they'll have somebody else who's quality
4: richardson by the way and this
1: falls to 14 in new england
2: so that's interesting right
1: so there's yeah. them well i mean the it's it's fine to say i mean i think it's fair to say like if you're them you're with mac you're like
4: this isn't this working. ain't
1: it man yep yeah i mean I, I think that's abundantly clear um all right coming up next we will go around the league you listen to Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. bet coming soon to Ohio
0: on 850 ESPN Cleveland Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
1: Be part of one of the most passionate fan bases in the National Football League. Join the Browns season ticket member waitlist today—best chance securing tickets for all home games in future seasons. Don't miss out. Go to cleathebrowns.com/slash/tickets or call 440-891-5050. What, what to are you looking outside today. for, and then looking at me for? Oh, just something—something something joyous happened on out there, and so really, just, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, there's a lot of celebrating and hugging and wonderful. I mean, that's a heck of a look. Heck of a look. As we go around the league, Uh, one of the under radar quarterbacks in this year's draft class is set to have a very busy few weeks. Per the Saints, uh, per Ian Rappaport of NFL Media, Clayton Toon is set to visit the Saints on Wednesday and the Browns later this week. Oh, baby. He also has visits and uh, workouts scheduled to the Texans, the Giants, the Steelers, the Bucks, and the Rams. Wouldn't surprise me? Do I just go away? Yes. Did I just go away? You did. Well, that's a first. It is. That's never happened here. No. Who is sitting here? Me. Ah. 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 Ah.
2: Taste BPA. the soup. What is the soup called? Taste the soup. It's I definitely too hot. didn't <laughs> unplug that. Taste the soup. Too spicy. Just
1: taste the soup. Where's the spoon? Ah. Right there. Uh, would not surprise me uh, at some point with one of these picks to take a quarterback and see if you got a developmental guy that you can have a little value with going forward. Yeah.
2: Look, we do not have, at least at this point, a long-term backup solution. Josh Jobs on a one-year deal. Kellen Mond feels very much like a project, like a draft pick would be, but I think it is a position that it is wise to continue to look at and say who can who can help come in here and run offense. And now he's a guy that's got mobility. He's somebody that would allow you – to run, I think, very similar to what you're doing uh, with Deshaun. Obviously not the thrower that he is, but somebody that you want to get in and develop. So people obviously seem to like him. A lot of teams are going to give him a look-see, and the Browns are going to be one of them.
1: Also an asset, asset accumulation, right? Get more people who can have value down the road. Maybe you develop them and you turn them into a pick somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. Um, So that's the uh, kind of the situation there. Um, among other issues, Travis Kelsey and his mom are going to throw out the first pitch for Friday's Guardians home opener. That's pretty cool. Not too shabby. Yes, it's very cool. <clears throat> and we I mean, will Programming out, know, we will
4: not be on Friday. Sure. Yeah.
1: Be fun if he could finish here, wouldn't it? It's nice that it'll be
2: 49, high of 49. <laughs> if he could finish here?
0: Yeah. that
1: would be cool? Yeah. Down the <laughs> road. Sure. Wouldn't suck? Wouldn't that be cool? Like play here a couple years? Keep saying that. I am. I mean, I think it'd be great. I'm for it. Travis Kelsey is a brown. Well, how about it? Everybody before it, I think. Yeah. Yep.
2: Him and Chief out there. You've already beat beat that horse to death, and you've been back for 24 out. hours. Right. Did you have
1: no idea. It's my favorite. I think we do have an idea. Yeah. Yeah. Do um, do. Ravens General Manager Eric DeConstant is pre-depressor today, not commenting on Lamar Jackson. We uh, talked about that a little bit earlier. He's playing bad cop. Harbaugh's playing good cop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the way that that's going. Um, I did not see the Titans tweet this morning, Gibe. What did it say? Uh, huh. I believe at first
4: you're like, what is that?
1: Okay. Look it up. Yeah. They send it to you in the rundown. You got to watch it. Well, no, but listen, you, here's one thing. So if, if I have a printed rundown with a link in it, he, I can't transpose that onto. But I also onto, email you the rundown Right, but I don't want to have two rundowns. No, right. I I'm want saying one just rundown. go
2: to the rundown via email. How
1: about I just go to Titans Twitter? Okay, fine. fine. By the way, so now the new thing with this is you have an organization has a gold star on Twitter meaning that they are part of a group and then the little icon next to it is the group they're a part of. That's where that's yep. our operating part of the NFL. Okay. All right. So which one All right, the one that says coming summer 23. Yep. All right. Do we need I got to hit play? Yep. So it's an image. Looks like a is it a can or a- I can't tell what it is. Is it a can? It just says coming 2023. And then you're playing it. Oh, it's paint. They're going black. Or is it oil? Is it oil? oil drum.
2: Is that an oil drum? Dripping oil? Because they're going to wear the Oilers logos? Hey, coming summer 23, how about you just send those to Houston, let them be the Houston Oilers again, and we all win. You stay the Titans.
1: It is one of the biggest just lack of understanding of not only your fan base, but they are doing it just for themselves, just for ownership. Who in Tennessee wants to wear an Oilers jersey? They're beautiful jerseys. They are, but they they continue to be the Titans. That is Houston's team. Now I understand that they wore, they were the Oilers initially in Tennessee, but I'm, I don't know if they were ever in Nashville. You remember when they first went to Tennessee, they played at the Liberty bowl in Memphis because Nashville didn't have a stadium. Yep. So that thing was really put together quickly. And they wore the Oilers uniforms, but then eventually became the Titans. I don't remember how many years they wore the Oilers uniforms in Tennessee, and I don't know if they were warm in Nashville. I don't think they did. I think they only wore them in Memphis. Um, but who, who in Nashville would identify with that? The, only person, the audience for that is in Houston. Right. It's just that they look cool. It's kind of, so the only other example of this that I could think of, I mean, this would be like the Ravens wearing Browns throwbacks. Yes. Or yeah. Colts throwbacks would even be, although the Browns would, would be the apples to apples. The other one that happened like this, the Carolina Hurricanes wore Hartford Whalers throwbacks. Hartford, the whale. Hartford, dude. Love those unis though. They're great. <laughs> they are great. because 'cause they're How cool unis, right? But like you're, you're. That's not who not, you are. It's not your fan base. No, no, it's not in any way. No. I don't understand it. I don't get get it either. I thought at
4: first I was like, oh, they're going black? Yeah. Well, because I don't
1: identify them as the Oilers. I identify the Texans more as the Oilers.
2: Because it's Houston. The level of spite not to just give that back to
1: the Oilers. I don't get it. One of the most – one of the really good – there weren't weren't much good that came from the moving of the Browns, obviously. But the one precedent that was set was – when you take a legacy operation, the city keeps the operation, the history, the history, the uniform, yes. it Everything. stays. You don't take that because up until that point, if you bought a franchise, you all of it went with Fair you. Game. Yes, and it went and carried on. So it allowed for it here. It happened in Seattle with the Sonics like the Thunder don't have the Sonics history. That's sort of what it'd be similar. Like, would be the Thunder wearing Sonics uniforms. Like who in Oklahoma City wants to wear those? Right. We continue to not be in Seattle. Right.
4: Baffling that there's not an NBA yeah. team there, but that's beside the point.
1: They're, I don't know what they're... I think they're waiting. They're going to do that in Vegas at the same time. They're going to do Seattle and Vegas at the same time because there's certainly there's certainly room for it. Um, yeah. I mean, it's incredible, Spite, to not just give the uniforms... The spite. Don't, give yes. the uniforms and the branding. Like, make the Houston Texans the Houston Oilers. Yes. Wouldn't everybody in Houston go nuts for that? Wouldn't the NFL benefit from that? Yes. yes. Crazy. Um... I saw Mike Florio with this with the 49ers-Rogers stuff yesterday as well. It came, yeah. yeah, so it came off of FS1. Okay. And uh, Cart
4: uh, Carton or, used to do mornings with Boomer on FAN.
1: Oh, uh, Carton. Carton. Yeah.
4: He brought this up. He's like, deal's not done. Do you at least make a call if you're the 49ers?
1: I mean, I think you, you would. That a lot
2: different, though, than they're interested. Yeah, that sounds like he's pontificating as to whether or not they would make a call. The answer I think is that, yes,
1: but I also don't know about how they would pay him. Well, they don't. Ha- well, I don't know how they would pay him. I don't know how that they would compensate the Packers because they don't have any picks because they all went for Trey Lance. So it's hard to. And they're yeah, it's they're hard a, to get there. Yeah, so. I'm I'm not sure. I I think as long as the Rodgers deal isn't done, if you're any other team in the league, you're yeah, still in You play. place a call, but then the other thing with trading for Rodgers is he does he have full trade? no trade?
4: I I don't know. So
1: he would have to approve of anywhere that they trade him because otherwise he could just retire. So like he really holds a lot of cards in this thing, not all of them, but he holds a lot. And so he's only going to go where he wants to go. Yeah, you know. That's the, that's the deal there. Um, All right, coming up next, our off-season tour continues. We will head to Indy, currently picking number four in the draft. Kevin Bowen will join us on that front or the Colts stand. They're thinking heading into it. That's coming up next. Listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. All right, second hour, Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet,
1: coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Time to head out on the Twisted Tea Hard Ice Tea Hotline, official sponsor of your Cleveland Browns. Keep it twisted, Cleveland. Kevin Bowen joining us, co-host of Kevin and Query in the Morning in Indy on ESPN 107.5. The fan over there covered the Colts for over 10 years. And uh, great to have you on, Kevin. Thank you so much for taking the time. Boy, they've tried everything, right? Every quarterback since the Andrew Luck. It's odd we were there uh, when that happened. (laughs) Over there, playing in that game, um, when when all of a sudden that that shocking retirement happened, they've tried everything to get a quarterback in there. Now it feels like they're going to at least have an opportunity. How do you? What do you think the approach is here? And how content will they be to just stay where they are? Although they don't have a whole lot of options in it, I guess I can't let somebody move ahead of them at three, though.
5: Yeah, you are right. Thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, eight straight years of a new week one starting quarterback that's approaching an NFL record. Not a good thing. Um, I'm sure your listening audience can empathize maybe a little bit with that. Um, Oh, yeah, we got a jersey. Yeah, you know, it's starting (laughs) to get a little long. It's starting to get double XL, triple XL here in Indy as well. Um, That's the biggest question is, you know, now with Carolina training up to one, you know, the presumption is one and two will be a quarterback. Um, And, you know, when you look at it from a Colts standpoint, you've got a division opponent at two, and you've got a team in Carolina with Frank Reich at head coach and some important people in their front office that just came from Indy. So you would think they would have a lot of intel into what the Colts potentially would have liked as well. Uh, And Arizona sits there at three, and now the question becomes, if you think it's T.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, one and two in some order, is there separation with Will Levis and Anthony Richardson, and how much separation is there? And if so, is it worth trading up to three? Because to me, Arizona's a new pivot point of the draft. You know, What are they going to do? They can field calls and probably take it up until, you know, whatever, 820 Eastern. Three weeks from tomorrow night, and play that game. And if the Colts stay pat, then all of a sudden they might have what's left on the shelf for them. If you believe those first four quarterbacks, you know, will be uh, Stroud, Young, Levis, and Richardson.
2: Or perhaps that quarterback could be Lamar Jackson, right? We've heard some speculation about that. Lance Zierlein's latest mock has the Ravens and the Colts working out a trade uh, that would send Lamar Jackson to the Colts. Do you think there is anything to that?
5: Uh, I do not. Um, things would have to change, I think, a lot from a, you know, uh, demand standpoint. And I think first off, Lamar's demands of the contract, and then secondly, um, you know, what the compensation would be as well. Um, I think Jim Mersey views himself as kind of a steward in NFL ownership. And I think the contract uh, for Deshaun Watson is something he does not believe should become the norm in the NFL. And if Lamar wants something along those lines, I don't think Jim Mersay is going to be the one to hand him that. And then, again, compensation, I think it's something you can't ignore. You know, it's not just handing him, you know, potentially a fully guaranteed contract. It's also giving up two first-round picks. And I think the Colts roster has shown in years past they are not a quarterback away, especially in a loaded AFC. And then, lastly, you can't ignore just Lamar's playing style. I mean, he's an incredible talent. But, you know, when you look at the Ravens, they've played 12 games in the month of December and January the last two years. And Lamar's missed 10 straight in the most important parts of the season and, you know, his playing style at 24, 25, I don't think is a guarantee to still be as effective as MVP, like as unique, et cetera, at 31 or 32. So uh, for all of those reasons, I I do not see the Colts uh, getting too involved with that.
2: What do you make of the Colts' off-season so far? Feels like the biggest signings: Samson Ibukam, the edge rusher, and Matt Gay, the kicker, and probably biggest losses. You know, trading away Stephon Gilmore, um, and then you lose Paris Campbell, Bobby Okereke, and then of course releasing Matt Ryan. But that was no shock at that point. Add Minshew, Taven Bryan, a former Brown as well. What do you make of the the off-season moves and and where this roster is going into the draft?
5: Yes, yeah, certainly not a lot of headline acquisitions. It's pretty par for the course with how Chris Ballard operates in free agency. Um, you know, they had a historically bad offense last season, and you know, you just read off some of those names. I mean, a lot of those guys are defense, you know, subtractions and additions. Uh, obviously, the kicker doesn't play offense either, so they haven't really done a whole lot to that side of the ball. Certainly, you would think quarterback will be that that first round pick, and obviously that'll change a whole lot, but. Now, I would say the biggest offseason acquisition, acquisition, at least how the Colts view it, is their head coach. And that they think that Shane Steichen's background, from Jalen Hurts to Justin Herbert to Phillip Rivers, the guy that's been with different, you know, styles, sizes, shapes of quarterbacks, and they think that you know his presence will be able to you know ignite an offense that desperately needs that. So, again, they have not done a whole lot personnel-wise this offseason. season um, The trade of Stephon Gilmore, arguably, was their best player last season. I think that was probably a mutual thing of Gilmore not wanting to be part of a rebuild and the Colts saying, all right, it's unusual for us, but we probably need to look, you know, one eye a little bit more towards the future, clear up some cap space, get a draft pick out of it. But it's a very foreign time for, for Colts fans. I mean, I, I think they look at the AFC and, you know, everybody or a lot of the teams in the AFC are kind of in the fast lane of the quarterback and, and the Colts are simply just trying to merge onto the highway.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. You know, how sturdy is the ground with which Ballard stands because they've all these starts and stops and it's, is he still has full confidence?
5: Um, he's a bit of a cat with, with, with how many lives that he's, he's received here. And, um, you know, it's certainly rockier than, than what it was, but um, you know, you, you throw up his resume as an NFL GM six years into it, I would guess 80 to 90% of them would be fired by this point. Um, yeah. Jim Mersey's giving given him another shot. Um, and, you know, anytime you, you know, have a GM hire a new coach, you would think that that gives the GM at least a couple of years with that new coach. So, you know, Chris Ballard, we could be looking at, you know, eight or nine years of him at the helm. And I mean, the resume is the resume you haven't won a division title since 2014. You've played in the easiest division, in the AFC. And during that time, every other team in the division has not only won the title, they've won multiple AFC South crowns. You've won one playoff game. Um, You know, when you look at the most important positions, On a football team, you can make the argument that the Colts have not found answers at really any of them, Uh, talking quarterback, talking number one wideout, left tackle, edge rusher, cornerback, those areas. So I think it's a surprising thing to a lot of Colts fans that he is still here heading into year seven. Uh, He's under contract through 2026, but I think Jim Irsay looked at it last year, thought it was more coaching than personnel. I'd probably disagree with that. Um, And I don't know how much the, the owner really wanted to entertain having to hire a new coach and a new GM. Uh, this past
1: offseason. So then piggybacking off of that, I mean, this this is a, a a franchise, a market, that was, you know, 15 years ago, it's a fever pitch. I mean, you've got Manning, you can't get a seat, It's everybody's in a jersey, and then from there it's the most fortunate fan base, right? Because you go from Manning to luck, like who gets to do that? And now they've been in this for, for a minute now, as you mentioned, with the eight straight years of different starting quarterbacks. Where's the fan base with this? And the, the worst thing you can, the, you know, you, there's anger, and then there's the next thing, which is worse, which is just not caring, apathy. Where are they?
5: Yeah, it's it's a great question. You know, I think I said it a few minutes ago. It is a very foreign time for Colts fans. I mean, they have been. I mean, just think about the drafts. <laughs> you know, when you when you suck, you you fall into Manning, and then when you do it again, you fall into Luck. I mean. I want to say Tim Couch and Eric Fisher were the number one overall picks in the drafts the year after Manning and Luck. So it obviously could have looked a whole lot different for this franchise. But, you know, part of me is kind of like, welcome to NFL. I mean, this is life for 95% of the league. So um, it was a – in my opinion, it was probably the most disappointing slash embarrassing season in 25, 30 years for the Colts. Just the expectations – the whole Jeff Saturday fiasco, I mean, they set historic records late in the season in a negative way, you know, blowing the biggest halftime lead in league history, uh, blowing the biggest fourth quarter lead in, in, you know, years in the NFL. Um, So for all of those reasons, I think Colts fans, you know, unfortunately got a bit of a dose of reality. And now it's, in my opinion, probably the most important decision this franchise has faced in Ursae's ownership, which dates back to like 97, 98, because again, Manning and Luck, you know, we can debate Ryan Leaf, but in hindsight, it's probably a bit 2020. But sure. I mean, those were rather givens. This is not. This is a big-time decision, again, at the most important position in sports. In a draft where you might have the third choice at quarterback. So uh, it's pretty really fascinating to see how it all plays out here later this month. Do you think
2: they're comfortable starting Minshew if they took, say, Anthony Richardson to let him develop?
5: I think they would be. Um, you know, obviously, that's a debate that you could probably point to guys that have had success being thrown into the fire and guys that have had success with the redshirt year. Mahomes probably being the one that stands above the rest in terms of the redshirt year. Peyton Manning, his first season was three and 13 and threw the most picks any rookie's ever thrown in the NFL. And look how that turned out. So um, that's the fascinating debate about Richardson is should he play or should he not? You know, I, I don't think there's a position in any sport that differs more from practice than, a game than than a quarterback you literally wear a different color jersey in, in practice not to get hit so you know part of me looks at him and says boy he could really use game experience because you can't simulate those reps and then I could probably also hear the crowd that says you know he deserves a year of practice and sitting and watching so if you look at the mid contract there's a lot of variance within it I think part of that is the Colts don't know if they're going to need him to play or not and You know, uh, some of it might be a little bit of a, hey, if you're really bad, you know, this season, do you fall into the Caleb Williams sweepstakes for next year? I I think it's very difficult to tank in the NFL, but I've certainly heard that from Colts fans. And then you also have a section of the Colts fan base that, I say this in all seriousness, they've already started the hashtags for Arch Manning. So um, you you have a little bit of a section of the (laughs) fan base that's trying to think about that, you know, three years down the road.
2: (laughs) Outside of quarterback, you know, we saw Jonathan Taylor get hurt this year. Like, what is the identity of this Colts team? What do they hang their head on as a, as a team, as an organization, outside of the quarterback position right now?
5: Well, I think in a perfect world, it'd be the offensive line. I mean, they have some heavily invested draft picks in the offensive line. Uh, when you look at Quentin Nelson, 6th overall, Ryan Kelly at center, 18th overall, their right tackle, I think was 37th overall. You know, those are really some important draft picks. The O-line struggled mightily last season. I would say defensively, they've been pretty much an above-average unit throughout the Chris Ballard tenure. So, you know, he is adamant, you know, trenches, trenches, trenches. That's where you want to be built. I would say one of the, um, you know, one of the fair questions to ask Ballard, and has been asked of him, is, you know, is your roster-building approach right for the NFL? I mean, if you look at the Colts' best players – you would list them as a left guard, a running back, an off ball linebacker, and a defensive tackle. And those guys, and Clint Nelson and DeForest Buckner and Shaquille Leonard and Jonathan Taylor, you know, throughout their careers, they've been arguably the best, if not one of the best, players at their position. But again, you you see the results. The results are one playoff appearance, no division titles, and you're trending in a negative direction. So I think that's more of the question is do you need to look at the blueprint? Do you need to look at the roster-building approach? And, and does that need to be questioned uh, a little bit more than it has been?
1: Kevin, great stuff, man. Thanks for yeah. your time. Really appreciate you.
5: You bet, guys. Thanks for having me.
1: All right, that's Kevin Bone, co-host of Kevin and Query in the Morning on ESPN 107.5, the fan in Indy, joining us. Uh, just kind of a road to nowhere situation. We'll hit the categories on the Colts. It's very strange. Coming up next, you'll to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Bally Bet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
1: Renew your home for the last time with Renew Home Exteriors Siding and Roofing Products. Bo here for Renew Home Exteriors. Don't spend all day with... High pressure sales guys. The team at Renew won't waste your day with hours of negotiating. Renew offers an upfront fair price to make your project easy. In fact, this month, take advantage of pre-pandemic pricing, plus no interest or payments for 24 months. Renew Home Exterior, superior product, superior service. Visit RenewEstimate.com and they will take care of you. Time to the categories on the Indianapolis Colts. Two two days in a row, kind of, what are we doing? I guess, who would you rather be? You're not up. Who would you rather be? Would you rather be the Colts or I the Cardinals? I would rather be a person with an on-off light. type push Same. right there. Not going to happen, though. Uh, cards or Colts? Who would you rather be? Takeaway location, because I know that. Yeah.
2: Cards are uh, location-wise only probably Colts.
1: Yeah. I think you can talk yourself. you have yourself... a chance to get a quarterback. I
2: think you could talk yourself into Kyler, though. Yeah, but my roster is at a point right now where, like, I have nothing else around him. I mean, it's a pretty bad roster. You, could, you might also be able to talk somebody else into him. Well, maybe. So that would maybe be. Well, also, and you're dealing with now their owners got some issues.
1: I saw that. Yeah, yeah, not great. Irsay um, is
2: just. I mean, I get to be Ursay, I guess feels like fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, that
2: would be that would be fun. All right, I've been. I was gone for three days. That's right.
4: I feel like there are a hundred new people that I've nursing for before in my life. <laughs> I keep like, I, I don't understand. Understand. That's where they come it, from. It's the, we have our State of the Union. Because remember, our, our fiscal year started Saturday. So we have our big oh, okay. annual meeting today at 3 o'clock. So there's people here from the stadium. Yeah, There might be people here from. So many people from, I've never seen. I, I don't know where else, but th- there are a lot of people here. I have no idea who they are. Okay. All right. You ready okay. for
1: this? Right. Yep. Let's do it. Um, Do we have the traveling music? A little bit yeah, of music here? Paul, bit...
4: give us a little traveling music.
1: What is it? Categories, categories, categories. Colts. <laughs> uniforms. Keep change or
2: if change, what
1: variation?
2: I like them. I like their uniforms. My variation, though, is, and I didn't know about it until Madden, but then you search it, and it's the 1954 Colts throwback blue helmets. Yeah. That have the double horseshoe. Double horseshoe. On the back.
1: I like that. Peyton wore them. He did.
2: So they have worn them. Mm-hmm. I love that look. It's I a strong look. Is, especially with the all white you wear the all white with that blue helmet and i think it is a sweet look i don't like it so much uh if they were to wear it with a blue jersey but the all white with that blue helmet i think is a real strong it's strong i mean it's look.
1: clean and with a peyton manning in it yes and That's, it's a dark blue it's a darker, it's a darker blue, blue. Yeah. slightly darker not navy no. not definitely not navy but it is it's, it's good, and it's got the double horseshoe
2: on the back. I think that's a great helmet. I'd like to see them wear that more.
1: Yeah, often. they're they. I mean, they're basically doing the Oilers thing though, because it's Baltimore Colts. Yeah, you know is the thing, but it's just the helmet.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and a. It's, it's still a, the Colts, it's, and they've been the Colts. They've right. been
1: the Colts the whole time. So right. that was one of those teams. Like, and honestly, that's one of those teams. Probably should have, that should have all stayed in Baltimore. Yeah. When you think about the whole that horse yeah. racing thing, Ravens though is way better for them. Like, I think. Yeah, but I mean the Baltimore Colts. That was a pretty big deal right but why are why are they the colts pimlico okay well horse racing i mean that yeah. was next to kentucky it's horse number race. two though yeah but it was a solid pretty solid i mean that's which a, one is that Seabiscuit. That, biscuit is race. That the that's priest? the preakness yeah. yeah that was the Seabiscuit race against war admiral war admiral was a Baltimore, was a maryland horse okay. um look i i keep them i think they're more that there's not a whole lot you can do i mean it's a pretty iconic look it's a very simple look simple but it's clean. And I like it. I like it too. I don't have a problem with it. Their gear's cool. I like that helmet though. That helmet needs to be in the mix. Yeah, I like that too. That's my. Turn. Um, I, I, in terms of which uniforms, my they're all good. They're they're all strong. That none of them's an A plus. They're all a B, B plus. They're it's a very strong, uh, uniform. And I I I do like. It. I haven't thought about that one in a long time. It looks good. It's the so, key to that, and it's the key to a lot of this stuff. That you've got to get the face mask right. Yeah. So on the Manning face mask and the blue helmet, they're wearing the gray face mask. Uh huh. That's key. If you're yeah. going to wear a throwback-looking helmet, then the face mask has to match the helmet. That's a big be gray. part of it. Yeah, it's got to be great. Um, stadium. Elite? Solid. Solid. I think it's elite. I think it's judged now against, like, Minnesota. Yeah, which is elite. Which is a whole other level
2: of elite. They're but, just newer. Minnesota. But, yeah. And I'll tell you, after being at Mania for SoFi, that place is amazing.
1: Yeah. But you also were in a suite. Yeah. And you had good weather. I couldn't imagine. It wasn't those, 92 well, it, degrees. Like fair. In a, you know. I can't like imagine greenhouse.
2: anywhere has suites as nice as those suites.
1: I think that's their whole operation was yeah. that, though, right? Congrats,
2: Maybe brother. Jerry. Yeah.
1: Maybe Jerry World. Maybe. Would have suites better? I don't think so. They're older.
4: Yeah, I, I don't I know. mean, the, I remember I, the field cabanas that they had when we were at SoFi. Remember, we were there at... Yeah, the ones on in the
2: end zone the are unbelievable. I mean, you're five, you're five feet from the end zone, the back pylon. I think Lucas Oil
1: holds up very, very well. It's a great stadium. And I think I, if you're building a stadium in this part of the country, it's got to be That's what you build.
4: I think it's fine. I think it. I think it's good. However, I will say, when you are ten stories up calling a game,
1: it you are pretty high. I understand, Gibby, but they don't care about that. Affects you. three no. people. That affects you guys. Four I mean, they us. they're worried higher about, than Houston. About
4: just as high. Like you get in the elevator and you like, wow, there are multiple floors here to
1: go. To the press box there. is all the way up. Yeah, and it's in the corner, but they Correct. don't care about that. They're from no, a from a, suit, a se- su- yeah. seats. Suites, I'm fine
4: because no matter what, I'm know. inside. Yeah, so you're out of the elements. Yeah, life's great.
1: And they can open up the one end if they want, which is really cool. Which is nice. Glass- the yeah.
4: flat glass yeah. facing the yeah. city. I think it's great,
1: It's uh, and it's awesome. And it's there's so top, much value. Half of the league, top ten. As maybe. domes go, it's not – I mean, the new ones are on another level, but as domes go, it's pretty damn good. And as stadiums go, in terms of benefit to the city, exponential. They host everything. Of what, course. Big Ten the, championship games, Final Fours, the all setup, that stuff.
4: The fact that you can stay at any hotel downtown Correct. and walk inside yeah, a, to the stadium.
1: It's an elite – it is a – very good save. yes. Yeah.
4: Okay. The way it's set up.
1: Yeah. Road trip to Indy. We just did it.
4: Yeah. Do
1: it. Always, baby. Yep. You and love it so much. I do. The
2: must-do thing. We go there this year. Yeah. Or Harry and Izzy's. Sure. Because you can still get the shrimp cocktail there, and then I would do what, what you said. i do the Hoosiers Gym. Go get man. shots up at the Hoosiers Gym.
1: Yeah, you walk right in there and get shots up. I think it's like, I don't even remember what they charge you. Maybe five bucks. You, they ask you for a donation if you want to. Yeah. But it's walking into a movie. Oh, set. How sweet are, are, the, are the
2: bar? Are the uh, the balls like that dark brown,
1: like to really look like an old school? Well they were Wilson. In. I want to say they were Wilson Jets, so they were pretty good. Okay. Deep, yeah. was I like a, that deep. It was a deep. They were worn in. They'd been deep shot brown. with a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a religious experience almost yeah. going in there and watching a game tr- or playing, getting shots up. Yeah. It was kind of it, honestly very similar, not in terms of grandeur, but like the Star Wars world at Disney World. How you felt like? My God, I'm in. A, I'm on a movie set. Yeah, that's how it feels like walking into there. So I, I recommend it. On an alien hey, planet,
4: go there, get some shots up, and then go to Kilroy's at the end of the night. Your bar tab will be like twenty bucks. Yeah. You'll have like thirty drinks for twenty bucks. It's yeah,
1: great. Hinkle's pretty cool too. If you can walk into there, yep. that's a very cool place to go. Uh, but I think it's the worst drive. I think it's the worst drivable city. The worst drive of anything that is considered drivable from here. I it, don't is, have no problem with that.
4: it is shocking to me that there is not a discount it's, airline that flies direct. It just they,
1: the two cities must business. do no commerce. I, I'm more surprised, Gibby, that there is not an alternative route since he makes not, sense.
2: Since he's not a great drive either,
1: but it's less. it's
2: less. It's less. An hour less. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean it's three and eight, three forty-five. You don't have to or, go
4: into the state of Indiana. Right, there, right. That's well, a that's the problem. So that's a that's, problem. That's the, the yes. fact, it, it just
1: annoys you that you got to go all the way south to Columbus to then go over. Versus, it's weird to me that you can't go hit the turnpike, hit Indiana somewhere, and go straight south. Like yeah. to me, that would seem so much closer. But you, you can't do that. Can't it's do all it. back roads. So it's yeah. just a nightmare drive. It's the most frustrating road trip for me for that reason. Uh, player you want from their current roster? DeForest Buckner would seem to check every box. Same. Yeah. I mean, Quentin Nelson's a great guard. We've got two we great got guards. This.
2: And I think DeForest Buckner, all of a sudden you had Dallin Thompson, DeForest Buckner, Miles Garrett, and apparently not 007, because if he's listed as a defensive lineman, he can't wear seven. If he's listed as a linebacker, he can. So, Is that an 00, NFL rule? Yeah, role? 007 could be getting derailed. So all he has to do is be,
1: all they got to do is just make him a linebacker? Just as a linebacker. And then it's then it's It feels solved. like, why can't you do that? All-time favorite Colt. Easy. Jeff yeah. George. <laughs> easy, but not Easy.
4: Do you love that pivot? (laughs) Pivot? What do you mean? If you expected
1: anything else, you haven't been paying attention. Sometimes I forget your affinity for him. (laughs) And I forget that he played there. I forgot he was the number one pick in the draft there. He was bad there, right? It's fine. Yeah. His best was what? In Atlanta? He had a great year in Atlanta. He had a great year in Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, but it was a bad deal in Indy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I just forget. (laughs) It's Manning. Manning's the guy. Be my, it, I loved watching him play. Loved watching. Payton him Peyton is up. my second. Love him, everything he does. I, yeah, very few misses from that guy. Yeah, uh, playoff team contender. Pretend, no, clearly not. Pretender. I mean, they're not even a, they're not even a pretender. They're a road to nowhere. Yeah, I don't know what they're trying to be, in any way. Um, biggest off-season addition or subtraction? They
2: added a, a Pro Bowl kicker. And Matt Gay, who they gave a contract very similar to that of of Justin Tucker, so that has to feels like to me that's got to be the biggest addition they made. It's him or Ibukam. Ibukam's either had four and a half or five sacks in each of the past four seasons. That doesn't sound like an oh man. Matt Gay, four year deal, 925 percent of his field goals, twelve of fifteen from fifty yards in two and a half seasons with the Rams was a Pro Bowler. So that's probably the biggest addition. The biggest loss is probably trading uh, Stephon Gilmore to the Colts. I mean, to the Cowboys from the Colts.
1: I mean, it's a stupefying. It's really an odd off season. It's kind of a non a non season. A non season, yeah. yeah. Um, draft pick, they're taking a quarterback. It seems like Fourth. at four, yeah. They take Levis or Richardson, and the question is, do they? Can the Cardinals somehow leverage somebody coming to three and into getting them. a better deal from them? Yeah, because everybody assumed it would be them going to one with the Bears. Yeah, and. Carolina said, "Hold our coffee. We're going to go to one and get them." And they did. Um, this is going to. This is a. We when we had the guest on, we, this is a fascinating time for them as an organization because before they landed Peyton Manning, you didn't know exactly what was going to happen with the Colts. They're playing in an outdated Hoosier's Dome, Hoosier Dome, which was I think it was RCA at that time, but originally the Hoosier Dome that desperately needed to be repaired. There was no momentum in the city to get it done. No momentum from ownership to pay for it for themselves. So they're kind of stuck, yeah, in kind of a no man's land. And there were whispers even then about are the Colts can Indy handle this? Right, are
2: they long for the
1: world? Are they long for the NFL? Is it can this city handle a National Football League team? And then you stumble into Manning and you've got 15 years of relevancy at the highest and you become an apex. It's similar to like Oklahoma City when that team goes to Oklahoma City and they got Durant, Westbrook, Harden right out of the gates. Serge Ibaka shot Blaka. All those guys. Like you, you're you locked in. Like yeah. That fan base has never been tested. So then you go Manning to lock. Good, luck. Good Lord, we're going to have a 30-year run. And they, I mean, they made that happen. That was, of course they did. They did, tanked they did it. was cool. I think in a way that's all, what happened there. almost feels like the football god saying mm-hmm. what you did with Manning not right. Not right. That situation was not Curtis right. Curtis Painter? Mm-mm. Not good. No. So they they get Luck, but then he's not long for the NFL world. How many great years do they get out of him? Four? Five? Or is it longer than I remember? I think it's my it's guess not off the top of my head. It's not much. Because he I- missed a full season with injury as well. And then he came back and won comeback player it's of the year. at least five. Is it five great seasons out of Andrew yeah, Luck? I think it's five. Maybe, because
4: we were there in 19 for joint practices. That's when he retired, right? That's when
1: he retired. Yeah. There we go. All right. Four so or he five. would have been, so maybe like five full seasons there with him. And He was great right away, immediately. Yeah.
2: He gave you five full seasons, six and a half, five and a half total. Mr. Frain,
1: Big v- right. Vapormax yeah. Max guy.
2: Rookie. Yeah, I was going to say that. Always walk Always. around on air. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's not afraid to walk on air. 2012 rookie season, Pro Bowl, 11 and five. They go into the playoffs. 2013, 11 and five. 2014, 11 and five. All three Pro Bowl seasons. In 2014, he threw for 4,761 yards, 40 touchdowns, led the NFL. Um, 2015, he gets hurt, mm-hmm. uh, plays seven games. They go two and five in those seven games. 2016, comes back, eight and seven, 42, 40, and 31. Misses all of 17, comes back in 18, Pro Bowler 10-6, 45-93, 39 touchdowns.
1: He's kind of like a Terrell Davis, honestly. Playoffs. Truly. It's I mean, that's due. like a borderline, it's like a Gale Sayers situation. Yeah, five and a half years. I mean, he was great the whole time. He win a playoff
2: game? Oh, yeah, he's yeah, Four in yeah. four in the playoffs. Went to the AFC Championship. Four-time yeah. Pro Did Bowler. You? I don't
4: remember that, but...
1: Playoff runs. I don't think you were worried about him because you thought he's all he's going to do is have at bats. Yeah. You know, I mean, like when the Chiefs, when Mahomes was elevating, you thought luck versus Mahomes, that's the way it was going to go. And he's still not old. Isn't he like 30, luck's like 34, isn't he? 33? Yeah, he's, he's 33 right now. Yeah, he's 33 right so now. He hasn't played year, since 19. Rookie year, he loses. And continues to live in Indy.
2: Yeah. Rookie year, he loses the Baltimore in the first round, 24-9. Second year, beats Kansas City. Remember in that crazy game, 45-44? Mm-hmm. Then loses to New England, gets blown out by them, 43-22. And I'm pretty sure that was the AFC Championship game. Then the next year, he beats Cincinnati, beats Denver, gets blasted by New England in the AFC Championship game, 45-7. to And then in his last year, he beats Houston, 21-7, and then in 18, loses to... That wouldn't even have been Mahomes' Alex Smith. Yeah. thirty-one, yeah. thirteen. Yeah. So, four and four in the playoffs. That's wild. He won at least one playoff game, though, in three, three of his five full seasons, made the playoffs in four of his five seasons. He was a
1: – He's a, a. you could almost make a borderline case as a Hoff in what he did, considering there was precedent for guys with very short careers. But he definitely was trajectory gold jacket. No question. Without question. No I mean, he was – Yeah. He was headed down that road for yes. sure, yeah. And he was also—you were on the field for that, right? When that got out—that he, because that was our game—when it, yeah. it got out that he was, it was retiring after the game. But remember, he was on the field yeah. and then walked off because it started to get out. The whispers started to get out, but he was on the field and then walked off.
2: Yeah, that happened while we were there. The other thing I was going to say is, don't forget—like he could run a little bit too.
1: Oh yeah, fourteen rushing touchdowns, sixteen hundred rushing yards. What do you remember about him walking off? Do you remember being cognizant of what was going on? I remember texting with you. you. I remember you texting me because we didn't hear anything about it because we were just doing like we, we, we were was not, in pre game and
2: T
4: V and all that. And yeah, that was we not, were I don't remember anything on that day until like he had this weird press conference. Yeah, that he did not want game. to have. Correct. He showed up at the joint practice, like he was not playing. Right. He was still hurt. He showed up at the joint practice. On Friday, no, it was Thursday. Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday were joint practices. Friday was an off day, and then Saturday was a game. Um, he showed up on Friday, and like Peyton Manning was there, Peyton was there, and, yeah, and Tony That's Dungy right. was there, and all these people. We're talking, we're talking to all these guys and yeah. alums, and there was never any indication. It was just you know we're. We're working on getting him back. We just don't have a timetable. I
1: remember the whole camp was we
4: don't have a timetable for anything.
1: Yeah. I wonder who knew when he knew that Saturday. Because that was a Saturday afternoon game. Yeah. How many people knew? Not many
2: it didn't feel like because they were still. Like remember Ballard was. Then Ballard and then Dorsey were talking. And then Ballard did. If you remember how far Pat McAfee's come. McAfee was right next to us.
4: Yep in that tent yeah he was doing a on a literally like a, a podcast he's a table like, hey, do, like ours. do you guys mind if this this podcast you know it's our former punter he's doing a little yeah. podcast thing <laughs> and he's gonna have ballard on and we're like yeah that's and fine. was right next to us they were great
1: yeah all those guys boston connor that's wild man Yeah, they were just doing like yeah and then and then he just evaporated like you didn't hear from him like I want to say one of those guys at ESPN, like Wickersham, or one of those guys. Recently. Recently, in the last year, did a piece with him where he just likes to fish and stuff. He doesn't want to play. And he's hanging out in Indy. Yeah. Like, stayed in Indy, which is the most remarkable thing to be. Like, he could be totally anonymous in any other city, but he lives there where he's reminded of what, I don't know, it's a lot of weird choices to me. All right, there you go. There's your Colts. And a walk down memory lane with Andrew Luck and this moment in history there. Uh, all right, coming up next, little thing or not a thing. you listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
1: For a team of injury lawyers dedicated to every client every day, call 1 800 Elk, Ohio. Elk and Elks, proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. Time for a little thing or not a thing. Hello, Gibbe. Hi, guys. How are you? Gibbe. Where are we? Give us a weather update.
4: Uh, We're under a severe thunderstorm watch. Might go under a tornado watch. There's a little, a little line out in Bowling Green. It's going to rain here in just a minute or two, but. Uh, what type first, of rain first am I dealing line with? Of stuff is still like big stuff. Is, is this big
1: long. rain? Is this like three inches of rain, or is it just nah, rain it's just and wind?
4: Rain. Okay, I think you're all right there. We'll see. We'll see what what comes from this first line line of stuff, which is still an hour and a half. Because they're the
1: weather guys. They're on it down in the. It's like in Tennessee, right? That's where they're really yeah. focused.
4: Oh yeah, the, Arkansas again. Oh, they're God, under it. that's poor. Um. Can can we talk about live golf, Nate, Live golf on Twitter. Just going after Rory McIlroy, trying to body bag him all day today.
1: How can you? What? You offered him probably seven hundred million dollars, and he said no. Like, what are you?
4: At eight fifty six a.m. This that's morning. That's like
1: that's like that's like you asking somebody out on a date, them saying no, and then you attacking them. That's what that is. Yeah. Yeah. So what'd they do? They
4: kick off the morning by tweeting, Remember when Rory McIlroy carried a 54-hole 54, 54 four-stroke lead into Sunday at Augusta during the 2011 Masters? The Irish golfer proceeded to shoot an 80 on Sunday, finished a disappointing tide for 15th place. 12 years later, Rory still hasn't captured his first green jacket. But so wait, they chose violence. But wait, I violence. there, there's more. You know how the Masters tweeted out the picture of all the winners at dinner last night? There's a photograph of all the winners at the dinner. Where
1: is this on, though? What Twitter handle?
4: At LiveGolfNation. I don't think that's really that. Yeah,
1: no, that's not them
4: giving. Well, then I got got. But (laughs) but I'll tell you what, it's pretty entertaining because (laughs) they then follow up with...
1: Don't let that stop you. they They then follow up with, where's Rory? I, I mean, they'd be amazing if it was true, but no, it is. Yeah. Just so we're clear. It's not. It's their the live golf the way, fan page. They, yeah. Their golf. Their official is live golf
4: underscore league. league. Yeah. Is there, that's fine. I'd rather follow live golf nation. It's way more entertaining.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. And I do think that this is a thing to play the game. I do think for the casual sports fan. That pays attention just to these majors and a handful of other things. The live golf versus PGA thing, hype, yeah, has spiced it up, no doubt. Because if not for that, for the casual sports fan, this there is nobody cares about any of these guys, as proven by the live ratings. None of these guys move the needle. Dustin Johnson, Kepka, none of them. They don't do anything. You see what they're getting on CW? No one's watching. Nothing, right? So. The, the idea that this there is this rivalry thing, it's kind of the only thing that's making golf interesting right now to the casual sports fan. Agreed. So see, the see, only thing anyone was talking about was Tiger and Phil. Tiger's basically saying, I know I'm about done. I don't know if I can walk the course, and that's all anyone's talking about. Yeah, and the gallery
4: yesterday following him around on his practice round. Oh, my God. Which 10 deep, stupid. Yeah. Why would you – like? I understand you want to say that you saw Tiger Woods – yeah that's it it's just that but like go camp out go follow another guy around because there's a good chance when you follow other guys around you end up talking to them bsing with them oh for sure like they become a lot more entertaining when they're playing
1: their practice round, and you're just following another guy i would say in general if you know back in the old days at firestone or if you go down to columbus to the memorial tournament yes if you can go for a practice round it's pretty great yeah, just follow them and see how they hit different shots. You can be yeah. right there. It's almost an inside the ropes yeah. approach. Um, Don't follow the biggest of the bigs. Like maybe check hard. in for yeah. a, for a hole, and then
4: okay, now I just want to see. You know, let me yeah. let me let me watch someone else. Let me walk
1: it. Like who who can I have drink with as I walk? Yeah, that's that is that is pretty good. Um, yeah, so I do think that part is a thing that the. I think the live people are being very did you see Phil's presser I thought he declined no no he talked what did he say everything he said was very measured like all respect for Augusta like very very measured I'm not talking about the PGA I'm here to talk about the masters yeah like he would not he would not take the bait and I think most of those guys are smart enough not to because that place can say how about you not come back ever
4: Yeah. yeah
1: is this the only major
4: they can play in can they play in others? I thought well, he the, didn't they speak st- at the Masters.
1: No, he did. We ran it this morning. Maybe he didn't talk till
2: today. Maybe he changed his mind when the Masters pre-tournament press conference schedule was released. Mickelson was absent, and according to from, this is from yesterday from SI. That's I saw a tweet that he didn't. Speak. No, we so maybe yeah, he we changed ran his sound of it this morning. Okay,
1: yeah, I'm glad he changed his mind. He might not have been in the big pavilion. He might have just been a couple of guys informal scooped him up. Yeah, but he talked because last year he wasn't there at all. All right um but yeah i think it's um no they can the, the, until the in, until their world golf rankings fall out and all of the former champions can play and all the stuff because they have the exemptions so reed kepka dj those guys can play in the tournaments as long as they don't change their criteria
2: apparently he didn't say a word at the champions dinner Phil sat near the end of the table, kept to himself. He didn't speak at all, said Fuzzy Zeller after the dinner.
1: That's what the money's for.
4: Did you go down that route. what he hole? did.
1: He took – look, and, and guess what? Most of you out there listening who are critical would take it too. $200 million? Yeah. He oh, yeah, so got, he
2: didn't do an official press conference, but he spoke briefly, briefly with the media after his practice round on Tuesday. So it's great, yeah. great to be back, fun to play. We had a good time. Yeah favorite week so happy to be a part of it blah 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 blah, blah.
4: yeah i saw dustin johnson uh in an interview with him and he said look it's not about them it's not about us it's about the masters and like some a lot of these guys are still my friends and it's great to see them and I'm, you know i don't get a chance to see them much and we get to see each other this week
2: nick sir nick faldo said that everything at the champions dinner was calm and cool unlike the tortilla soup which he described as spicy hot
1: he's not on the master's call for cbs but he is doing bbc so he must cbs must have said you either have to do the full golf schedule or nothing and so he chose nothing because he's still doing the majors for bbc he did the the open he's doing the masters for bbc so he's still doing that all the while living in montana that's pretty cool rough gig i mean does he need to work I would think not. I'm sure yeah. he's done just fine for himself. There's a sir yeah. attached to your he's name. Sir, you yeah, probably he's a, not. He's, a, he's a, one of the one I've interviewed him and spent time with him. Awesome. Montanan. I didn't know that then. <laughs> not then. I could have talk, talked. We so could have talked that. Then, that. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe you inspired him. Maybe. Like I want to be more like Bob. I Bishop. can't even remember if we discussed. I don't think we did. I don't think we did. Well, going to be fun tomorrow. We were
4: going to do thing or not a thing, but that was the thing. We did. I I I told you that's a thing.
1: I'm still trying to wrap my arms around the thing or not a thing. Six topics, six statements, thing or not a thing. Okay. There you go. There you go. So much more to come. you listen to Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
0: Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Did I tell you I won another sneakers thing?
1: Stop it! I did. What now? Uh, some Jordan Eleven that they put up. Come on, dude! I had a feeling though, because I was in. Because uh, the more you thought about it, like giving it to multiple, I, th- I had to wonder if it was location because I was in Palm Desert, and I'm wondering if they like how many they possibly have. They in try the, to spread it around in that area that maybe they were spreading it around. I mean, I'll tell you what, man. So, so that's two. F-
2: was it the the cement gray retro low? Yeah. And you won the adult version. Yeah, the yeah, kids yeah. are still on it. It's a beautiful shoe.
1: Yeah, with a little Carolina blue in there.
2: In the bottom of it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Be a nice coaching shoe for me.
2: Yeah. It's Dude, I one. never... Come on, man. Never win anything. Except life. Stop
1: it. <laughs> Boy, he's really <laughs> thrilled about that. Stop it. Really just... Did Nana Woo. get her thank you? Did she get her thank you?
2: She said that she couldn't get it because she tried to watch on YouTube, and that's that scene's deleted, and she thinks Gibbe did it on purpose. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I wish I would love that. Hey, be
1: safe out there, kids. Yeah. Be safe out there in the elements. Uh, you boys enjoy your meeting. We'll see you on down the road. Next level coming up. Next come with us. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland.